What up, Mets fans? Welcome to the whole Auto Mets podcast. My name's Mendy. In, in this episode, it was really a Mets Twitter roundtable. I had a couple of, um, of my followers on, Luke, Ryan. Y'all did a great job. Thank you so much for coming on. And y'all can follow me on Twitter, at Mets. And if you guys ever wanted to come on on a Mets roundtable, just shoot me a, do, a DM or just shoot me a tweet. I would love to have my Mets fans on. All right, guys, here we go. The whole lot of Mets podcast. I have Luke and Ryan. Guys, how you guys doing today? I'm doing uh, as good and hopeful as a Mets fan could be at this point in the season. <laughs> Man, I mean, we got bad news already with Lugo going down for oh my god, it's what six six and a half weeks until he gets reevaluated, and that's something I'm not even. Looking forward to, but that brings up a, a, a whole conversation now with what do the Mets do now? Because Lugo was um, was the possible sixth guy. Um, he was our closer, so losing him means that you're losing one of the most top five valuable pieces on 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 the team, and it's huge. Yeah, I agree. I agree a thousand percent, and I think uh, you know. Time is ticking, right? I, I believe I trust the process. I believe in it, but I'm I'm starting to get a little wary. You know, I think they got to make moves and they got to make them fast because yeah, it needs to get quicker. All the names are getting off the board quickly, and it seems like they might have a plan. But it's it's like time's winding down. Spring training is getting closer and closer. Yeah, it's what like five days away now. It's crazy. Now let me ask, let me ask you this: Sandy Alderson, right, as team president. Mm-hmm. Is he blocking the process of opening Uncle Stevie's checkbook here? Because I feel I'm not an anti-Steve uh, Alderson guy, but it just seems like, you know, all these guys that they're in on, you know, they get to the dance, but then, you know, they fall short. You know what right. I'm saying? I mean, hmm. I hear you, right? Um, but Drunken they sailors. were in on Bauer. It's, it's not like they offered Bauer on, like, 30 30- million dollars they offer no, 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 no. and 40 million dollars you know so it's um so he just chose the other team um with springer i um i guess i get it because i don't know if i want to pay him until he's 37 um mm-hmm. so i understand that process and with jt he's always hurt um so it's right. not like the mets missed out on, on like a mookie bets or like a yeah. big guy you know what i mean like all these guys are nice players they're not franchise-altering guys. That's like, wow, I need this guy, you know? Um, they're not like a Garrett Cole or like a Machado or even um, a Bryce Harper, you know? They're very no, and I, nice and I agree. I agree with talking the same language with that. Because uh, I wasn't when I went, when we went into this offseason, I didn't say, I got to have Bauer, I got to have Riamolto, I got to have this guy. It wasn't like that. But I'm talking more recently, even as, you know, small guys like Paxton, Whoever else, it, we got know. outbid for Paxton. Like, what is that? Preliminary? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm super shocked about that because he got what well, I think it was eight point five. That's what I'm. That's the type of move. I'm not talking about Bauer. I mean, it could be uh, maybe I'm, you know, I'm I'm against the grain here, but I'm I'm happy as a pig and shit that we didn't get Bauer. You know, really, what I'm saying? So, really, I really am. He's about to explode. He's gonna be trash. Really? Wow, so am I the only Bauer fan on here? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, wait, I, I, I love I, Bauer's vlogs. I, think, I do not like Bauer, the baseball player. Really? No, no, no I, I, see, I'm not even going to go that far to say I don't, I, don't, I don't think he's good. I think he's fantastic. But I don't see 
and may, maybe this is just coming from a naive standpoint, and it's a different year, different season, but to make that guy head and shoulders pay-wise above the Grom is a smack in the face, and I just think it's trout. I mean, you say all these things, right? But if you look at basketball, right, um, when the cap went up, Mike Conley was the highest-paid basketball player ever, and it's Mike Conley, you know? Touché, um, so touché. If you look at Bauer, yeah, um, he's coming players, off his though. best season ever, right? And not to mention that he's really only getting paid for two years. Um, So teams rather pay a guy for the first two years than um, then give a guy $30 million a year um, and have him under the cap for what, the next six, seven years. Um, so I get the logic behind it. It is a shit ton of money. Um, but DeGrom knows that in 2022, um, when he could go opt out, that he's going to pay. I mean, that he's going to be the highest paid baseball player ever. I mean, right. it's Jacob DeGrom. Um, so, yeah, for now, he may be like, yo, what the hell is going on? He just wants um, to But win. when he opts out and he gets seven years, $250 million until he's 42, you know, he's going to be like, you know. Yeah. And I mean, Maybe I'm just being, you know, fucking Mr. Salty, and I'm thinking I'm just trying to convince myself it's a good movie to get Bauer. I don't know, but that's the past, you know what I'm saying? But now... No, he is overpaid, but I think if you got him, he would take the pitching staff to the next level and pitching wins championships. Exactly. It's give and take. Exactly, exactly, Luke, because in my head, I went from DeGrom, Bauer, Syndergaard, Marcus, and, and Carlos Carrasco... To now, Degrom, Carrasco, Marcus, Peterson, and Lucchesi, and also like I came down a lot, a lot, yeah. um, because um, because we we didn't get Bauer. But like I said, right, it was supposed to be Lindor and Bauer. It was supposed to be Lindor and Springer. Yeah, you know. Um, so I'm not saying that the Mets didn't get better or anything like that. The Mets are so much better, so much better. Yeah. But the uh, expectations were two of the top guys, Luke, and when you only end up with one, it's it's. It's like you're happy, but I had higher expectations. Yeah, I, I well, agree. But what I say to that, to counter that a little bit is to say, say yeah. uh, you know, to cry poverty with two loaves of bread under your arm. You know what I mean? How how much I, I I'm with you. I expected a lot. You know, you get Uncle Steve coming to town, big hedge fund guy. He's gonna throw money around like a nut job. But at this point, I'm more concerned of making. A right move and not just a move to make a move. You know what I'm saying? So baseball, it's like we're not going to pay 50 million to a guy that has a career, what, four year RA, 390, whatever. Yeah, but you got to be smarter. I mean, I hear that, right? Um, but Bauer, the past couple of years, hasn't been this four ERA guy. Um, in 2018, he was an all star. In 2019, he got traded half, um, halfway through the season. Um, so I think that he kind of had to adjust. And in 2020, he won the Cy Young. Um, so I, you know, like players grow, and the Dodgers aren't aren't paying Bauer forty five million dollars a year because of his four career ERA. No. You know, like they are banking on the past couple of years are going to be the real Bauer, and that real Bauer is going to be worth every penny of the forty to forty five million because it's only a couple of years. You're not going to be improved worried about this. Yeah, I mean, you're not worried worried about this guy getting hurt four years down the road and and how it's going to impact your 
luxury tax because he's only on the books for two years. Um, so I think the thing about Bauer too is that he kind of adjusted the way free agency is going to be because you have a loaded, loaded free free agency class coming up. Um, so do these guys look at what Bauer did and be like, hey, you know, um, if I have offers out there for let's say four years, one fifty, um, what I tell a team, hey, I'll do two years for seventy million, and then bet on. Um, and then a player like let's say Syndergaard bet on bet, bet on himself. Bet yeah. on himself. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Now let me let me just interject with this. This is kind of off off topic a little bit. But how many times did you freaks like me refresh your Twitter feeds in the last week, two weeks? Give I me did a- it so much. <laughs> I even <laughs> tweeted at like it was like my twelve. Is, my Luke, my thumb is broken. My goddamn thumb is broken. You understand? I tweeted at 12 saying, Bauer's not coming, guys. You can go to sleep. And I got like 15 likes because everyone's refreshing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's I, I mean, it's so much fun. But when you don't get the guy, you're just like, crap. Because but, why did I? But, why am but, I up until 1 a.m. every morning just to see the Mets get outbid again and again and again and again? You know, it's, it's, it's getting very tiring. I'm, I'm not going to that, that definitely means that Sandy's controlling the shots then because he's a baseball traditionalist. And I, he says he's going to shop at the gourmet aisle, but he also said that he's not going to overspend for players because it's still baseball at the end of the day. Yeah, but it's not like Sandy Alderson doesn't have have um have the baseball history to where he doesn't spend money. Like when he was the GM of of the A's, they they had the highest payroll, you know. Um, but Sandy Alderson hasn't been in a position like he is now, where where he does have um the richest owner in baseball by ten billion dollars. So, I mean, I, I understand what you guys are saying, um, but. Maybe it's not Sandy, and maybe it's the agents just using the Mets at every angle oh, they can. Listen, you're yeah, absolutely right is. about that. No, yeah. you're absolutely right. That could absolutely be the uh, the case in point. Like I Definitely said, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not a Sandy hater. I'm not blaming Sandy for anything. It, it, it's a multitude of of things. But but to really put it in perspective, the way I think about it, maybe I'm just being a uh, half half you know half glass full type of Donnie Dingo over here. But look at last year. I mean, Michael Walker, Rick Porcello, those were guys we were getting excited about. You know, I wouldn't let those guys shovel my snow off my lawn. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> let's, let's be realistic. I mean, now we're talking Bauer. Bauer, you think, uh, and look what Brody, uh, what he did alone last year. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It, it, we're talking I'm about getting... Bauer and we're talking about all these guys, but. We're not getting these guys, so I don't care who who we're talking about because um because at the end of the day, if they're not on our New York Metropolitans, I don't give a rat's ass about them. Like Bauer, I I I hope Bauer gets absolutely rocked this year. There is not a player I hate more in all of sports than Bauer right now. Um, so like I don't care who. Who um the Chase Utley, can but... get because everybody is on the table. Every single player is on the table, but they're right. just not coming to us. Um, so I don't care who we're talking about because at the end of the day, um, with camp opening up in five days, right? We're going in with who? We're going in with Trevor May and Joey Lucchesi and and Aaron Loop. You know, so so like besides for that Lindor trade, it's it's it's. It's not really a successful offseason in my eyes. 
just 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 think about last year. <laughs> last year, think of imagine you said, uh, except for that Lindor trade, this offseason has been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, I'm not trying to come across as like sour milk or anything you, you, like you that. Can't, I just had can't. such expectations. Of course, but you can't. I, I don't know. I can't speak for what you could do, but I the way I look at it, I can't. I can't have that minus three because of how bad it's been for so long. The pain and the agony and the blood that we've suffered as Mets nation. And now, yeah, we're not at the we're not at the the peak of the mountain yet, but we're at least at least our foot is on the yeah. Trail. We're climbing at least. You know what I mean, we're climbing. But I, I get it. How it's real cute to say, oh, Mets Mets were talking to this guy, talking to that guy, and then bam, they don't get him. So it's like, yeah, it's a shot in the dick. Excuse me, I don't know if you can curse on here, but you're good. I'm I'm chilling, bro. Yeah, but uh, you know, I I I, I get your standpoint, but I, I I think I don't even know if I think it anymore. I'm hopeful that they have something up their sleeve. You know, it's getting yeah. You know, I mean, with you guys, right? You guys are just banking on hope because right now for the first time in forever, the Mets have hope, you know? So you guys believe in the franchise. But um, but I also know that um, up until now, you know, like, I'm sick of the hope. I kind of want results. And I understand still the Mets. that it's kind of the first offseason, you know, and everything like that. But with Jared Porter, um, you know, going on and then missing out on Bauer and, like, and now Lugo, you know, it, it just, it's all starting to feel like old Mets, you know? Oh, and, oh when I saw the Lugo news this morning, I wanted to uh, you know, put my head in the oven. I mean, let's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is exactly where I'm about to take this podcast to where the Mets now need badly bull, um, bullpen help. So, well, so let's shift to that. I mean, well, it's your show. If you'd like yeah. to shift to that. Yeah, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, take over your... Uh, your territory, yeah, but I'm just saying. I, I mean, I I just said <laughs> I'm about to take the podcast here, so um, so I have a couple of players in mind, Luke, um, and Ryan. Um, so I want to hear your guys' feedback. Um, I'm gonna list a couple of them. So the number one pitcher I want, um, nobody is talking about him for some weird reason. I want Shane Green. Shane Green is a really Ooh. good reliever um he's been on the Braves um I mean I understand the love um for Rosenthal but I also blows know them Rosen- what has it blows them all Rosenthal <laughs> oh, oh, oh I'm sorry <laughs> yo <laughs> my brain just shut off there for a second um but I understand that he had a great year last year but if you look at his past couple of years he couldn't figure shit out um so I'm kind of hesitant on on him um, but I would rather have Shane Green. I would, um, I would, I would rather have Jeremy Jeffers, and um, and of course I want my guy Justin Wilson back. So Luke, um, I'll go to you first. Um, where would you go from here? I think Wilson's the priority. I know we have Loop already, but I think we need a better lefty, especially one that's proven himself for the last two years in Mets colors. So I, I would go Wilson first, and I hear that talks are hitting up with him and the Mets, so that's good. I like Green as well. But I think uh, uh, Rosenthal would be a better option just because he's a bigger name, I feel, and I think he would get it done. All right. Ryan. Dingo. Donnie Dingo. Ding, ding, ding. What do you – Win a win a chicken dinner. What do you think? Get Justin Wilson back. <laughs> get get him back in Queens. I think that's 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 big for me. 
I'm a big Justin Wilson guy. Um, I do this. Who? Dingo? Danny Dingo? Luke? I'm here. All right, so we lost Danny Dingo. <laughs> we lost Danny. <laughs> Danny, come back. All right. Um, so as we wait for Danny to come back, um, Luke. Oh, so I'm back. It sounds I think like... I'm back. I'm no, back welcome. in the building. Back in the building. <laughs> welcome back, so I'll Danny. Make, I'll, I'll um, make so... it quick in case I get cut off again. Shane Green, check. Justin Wilson, check. Rosendahl, I'd be happy with, too. I like his energy. Um, but, yeah, that's a good point. Shane Green's not really being talked about. He's not a big Twitter topic right now, but I think he'd be uh, definitely a solid signing. I mean, anything at this point. Give me anything. You know, scraps, crumbs, whatever. I don't even... you, you, see, you, you, you see, you can't go ahead, all right? And that goes for both of you guys. Go ahead and be like, yeah, well, I mean, you can't just say that um, without this Lindor trade, um, it hasn't really been a um, a um, a good offseason for when you just said now, oh, yeah, I'll take anything now, you know, because if it was a good offseason, you wouldn't be saying like, oh, yeah, well, I, would, Lugo I would take wasn't anything. Hurt. Like when we got Lindor, so it's like kind of we still. I think we always need bullpen help, but it's more prevalent now. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, so because right now, right with Lugo going down and knowing the Mets and injuries and everything like that, he's gonna be out for a while. Um, so we can't bank on him. Um, so if you take out Lugo, you're you now go from Lugo, Diaz, all the, all these guys to now Diaz being your um your number one guy, May being number two. And then who? Batances. Familia and Batances. Familia. Yeah. Um, that Wilson guy. Now, um, I mean Drew Smith. You know, like all you go from that to like who's gonna pitch the sixth inning? Robert Gazelle. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I, I can't. I can't do that again. I, I, I can't. The Mets bullpen is just not good enough. And after the season that we just witnessed, right, that we're gonna go and Degrom is gonna go seven innings for fucking. Familiar to come in for three batters and get and just get lit up. I I I can't have another Mets season like that. I can't. But well, I will say you are right that I mean Familiar and Batances. I mean, depending on them solely, I would rather you know fucking Jared Porter have my mother's phone number. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> I mean, let's let's talk turkey. Again. You know what I mean? Let's let's. You want to you want to you want to talk turkey? You know what I mean? Let's talk turkey. But you're right, and and do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? But, no, that that's you know what I mean. I I can't. I feel your pain because I can't watch my man Degrom go out there. And be the best, oh the best, the best, and then you go to the seventh, and it's like you know the whole everything just shits everywhere. So, oh, we score one run. We, 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 we need uh, you know, we we do it. We need the bullpen help, absolutely. And and I just to the whole argument of whether it was successful all season or not. The way I look at it, it's been more successful than I've seen since what. I mean, how long has it been since we've been just a Lindor trade alone? But I get, I get it. But that's not the point, though, right, guys? I'm not saying it wasn't a successful off season. Um, but the when you tell a guy, right? 
Um, but when you have reports coming out um, that this guy is going to bet his farm on the Mets getting such and such, and then the Mets are the favorites to land Bauer, and then the Mets are the this, and then, and then the Mets are that, it's just like, why aren't they getting these guys? You know? Yeah, and also to that, it's even the ones that aren't reported. Like, you miss out on all the bullpen pieces. You miss out on Colome. You miss out on Giles. Kirby Yates. You miss out on Kirby Yates. You miss out on Hendricks. You miss out on Hand, especially. Like, when you when are you going to act? Are you going to wait till Lugo gets hurt to act? Or are you just not going to sign anyone? And what doesn't make sense to me, too, is that Sandy Alderson always said that, um, that there's two currencies in baseball. There's money and there's prospects. And then Uncle Cohen comes out and he says that the Mets don't have a good farm system. So go out and spend the money. Right, get a bunch of bullpen guys. Number one at the deadline, bullpen guys are the most valuable type of players that you can have. Um, so worst comes to worst, if you have too many good guys, you could go out and reshape your farm system that way. And by the way, on um, the luxury tax, it doesn't end up up until the season ends. Um, so if you have a payroll of two hundred thirty five million dollars, right? Um, but you cut that payroll down by the deadline, Trip you million don't get taxed tenses. or anything like that. Um, so go out and sign these guys. At worst comes to worst, you could end up trading them and building up your farm system, um, which doesn't make sense because the Mets aren't doing that. So if you're not going to do that, you're going to wait until the deadline, see if you're contending, and then give up prospects um, for guys that, um, that you could have signed right now. Makes no sense to me at all. And it's, it's, it's not that I don't trust Sandy. It's the what the fuck are you doing, right. Sandy? Because you say one thing and, th- and then you say the other, I feel like the last relationship I was in, you know, like he's hibernating right now. He's asleep. Well, I see it like the thing with the family farm, and I think I mean this could be a whole other topic for a whole other day. But the these baseball reporters, these hacks, these sewer rats, per se, these Bob Nightingales, all of them, they're. I, I don't even I don't have words to really I, I can go off for days about the uh, I don't know I don't know about you guys but I do a job if I fuck up repeatedly I get fired you know what I mean so I, I don't know it's just it's pretty uh, that's that's part of the problem is these guys they're pumping it up pumping it up pumping it up and you know it lets us down even harder you know what I'm saying uh, I yeah, but um, but at the end of the day, they're doing what their job is, and their job is to, um is to get as much clicks as they can. Um, so right now the hottest team in all of baseball are the Mets. So um, so if you say the Mets are in anything, you're gonna get the popular thing, and you're gonna get the clicks, and you're and you're gonna get to that, which is why the Mets are being used as much as they are because there's not one team in baseball that's more exciting right now than, than our New York Mets right now, which is crazy to say. Absolute, absolutely nuts because th- the Mets are in on everything. Chris Bryant, mm-hmm. Matt Chapman, Jesus, anything. Jesus. There you, you know? And then... Yeah, dude, and I'm that's, Jewish, that's you know? So it's like, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, there you go. You're uh, you're part <laughs> of the fold. I understand. Um, is, wait, does he, does he play in the pen? <laughs> Does he play but there, the yeah, but there um, you go, uh, being the most exciting was... team in baseball. Like right there is an improvement. I and I get it. I know we we get we're in on this guy, we lose. We're in on this guy, we lose. But at least you know we're right. in. We're, we're we're close. But yeah, we we gotta make we gotta make a splash. We gotta. Yeah, but they, but Dingo, I mean, like you want a participation trophy? 
you know, like th- that's mm. exactly what's so wrong with the world right now, you know, um, because like you can't go too hard on guys because at least they tried and God forbid um, you hurt their feelings or some shit like that. Where it's just like, I want my results already, you know, um, it's like, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work my ass off. But yeah, um, but yeah, I don't see my abs or my muscles getting bigger. Why am I going to continue going to the gym? You know, like I want my results. Well, yeah, I really can't uh, counter that. I mean, like, I, you know, as soon as this whole, you know, you preface it, go back to when, you know, Uncle Stevie came to town. Of course, I was like, you know, what? Well, fuck this. We're going to get, you know, we're going to sign everybody. You know what I mean? We're going to dig up fucking uh, whoever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Maybe Bruce. Bruce. We're going to. We're going to be, you know, we're going to get everybody. But, you know, you start thinking about it. How realistic could that really be? But then you see the Dodgers, you know, doing what they're doing over there. And it's like, you know, it's it's with that money, you could do it. So, yeah, I get it. You know? Yeah, I hope so, we get there eventually oh. where even they're pushing the luxury tax. I bet if, say, if Betts was a free agent next year or like Harper again, I bet the Dodgers even – being twenty million over the ledger test oh, yeah, would still be in on them, and I and yeah. I and I agree oh, with like what you said is a good point. A lot of people don't realize that you're not over the luxury tax until you know further down the line. It's, it's, it's not like end. this this line like oh you hit it, you fucked, you got to pay us. It's not like so. Yeah, you lose a draft pick right there. Yeah, yo. So talking about the Dodgers, um, the Dodgers. Oh, ended let me just up interrupt you one today, second. Justin if Turner. we could put this out because you get more views and more clicks and whatever than I do because I'm just some schmuck on Twitter. Um, I want to fight Bob Nightingale in some kind of event. If we could set that up. <laughs> if you could help me set that up, I would love that. But anyway, go ahead. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that voice was awesome, dude. Yo, um, so Justin Turner resigns with the Dodgers. Two years, thirty-one, thirty-four million dollars, some shit like that. Um, I'm kind of upset the Mets didn't get him, but I'm not shocked. Um, I I would have I would have preferred Justin Turner over a uh, Chris Bryant. Um, but once again, right? I'm not going ahead and, and making a trade for only um Chris Bryant. The only way that I'm Hendricks. getting Bryant on the Mets is um is if Kyle Hendricks is coming along. And what's funny is, by the way, whoa, hold up, guys. What's so funny is I, I made podcasts back in December about Kyle Hendricks coming to the New York Mets. And all I heard was, oh, my God, he's just an okay pitcher, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm everyone's a dumbass, on I'm a this, I'm a that. All of a sudden now, oh, yeah, Kyle Hendricks this, Kyle Hendricks that. Like, like obviously, I'm not a dumbass. I'm not going to go and make a blockbuster trade, you know, I'm and just make out bullshit because I want attention. I mean – I do want attention, but only if I can back up my logic behind it. Because if I can't back up my logic, I'm just going to get roasted and it's not going to be worth it for me. Um, So the fact that I put this out back in December and everybody took a massive shit on me. And now when the Mets are actually considering it because they, um, because they obviously listen to my podcast, it's like, <laughs> pay attention, guys. Kyle, Kyle Hendricks is a bona fide ace. He's he's not a Jacob Degrom. He's not a Verlander. He's not a Garrett Cole. I'm not saying he is, but but Jacob Degrom isn't an ace. Jacob Degrom is a superstar pitcher. An ace is a very good number one pitcher on almost any team. And Kyle, we already have four, by the way. I'm I'm sorry, Luke. I'm sorry. Oh, I said we already have four, by the way. Like Carrasco's an ace on 
probably like 10% of the teams in MLB. Same yeah, thing with Stroman. 100%. Um, so if you now give me Kyle Hendricks and, and, and you give me a rotation of Jacob deGrom, Carrasco, Kyle Hendricks, Marcus, and, and, and Hoa Syndergaard as, as your fifth guy in the rotation, that's beyond sick. And on top of that, you add Chris Bryant. That's a World Series team, guys. That is a World Series oh, team. Right now, yeah. just by you saying that, my nipples got hard. You know, I got to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> no, Kyle Hendricks got a DM. Yeah, exactly. I got a bulge. But uh, no, uh, <laughs> Kyle Hendricks is a beast, and like you said, Jacob Degrom is an ace. He's he's otherworldly. So you add Hendricks. That's your, you know, that's your one-two punch, bang, over. And then, you know, Stroman, Carrasco, that's very – that's a little – Yeah, but one, yeah. two, three, four, five punch with like yeah, aces punch, there. Yeah, punch, 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 bang. You know, that, 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 that's uh... – Not to mention, guys, not to mention that if Noah comes back and he does turn out to be the old guy that he was in 2015 and 2016, the Mets can now make Marcus available on the trade market to maybe get back a reliever and prospects. That's what people aren't realizing too, because in the playoffs, most teams go for a three to four, four man right. rotation. Um, so now if Marcus is now expandable and you can get a reliever and prospects for him, of course you have to go out and make that Kyle Hendricks trade happen because I'm fine with a David Peterson as, as um your five. I'm fine with a Thomas, says a pookie as um as your five because there there isn't a five man rotation in the playoffs. So who the hell cares? And Marcus isn't gonna come back next year. So you can now go ahead and trade like Marcus to let's say the, the Yankees, let's say, or maybe even the Red Sox and get back a haul for him. That's exactly why you go after a Kyle Hendricks who has three years of control left at only fourteen million dollars per year. You have to make that trade happen. I don't care if you have to give up Francisco Alvarez because, like we've been saying, uh, right? L- like we've been saying, guys, right? Steve Cohen has money. All right, there are a ton of international young free agents out there. Okay, the Mets have been dirt cheap in that department ever since the Wilpons took over. All right, um, so you can now go ahead and reboost your farm system that way. And you know what's funny is that Francisco Alvarez has been in the minor leagues the past couple of years, but um, but all of, all of a sudden, when there's no minor league system, he's now the new Messiah. You know, so everybody calm down. You know, because um, because yes, is Francisco Alvarez going to be a very good player? I I, I think so. Um, but if you're telling me if I could bring back a Chris Bryant and a Kyle Hendricks, I'm doing that trade because I want to win now. All right, because I know. That when a good catcher comes up in free agency, we could we could go out and sign him, you know. So I'm not worried about a Francisco Alvarez as much as everybody else's. Would I want to trade him? No. But if the Cubs insist on him, am I saying no? I don't know. No, I, I mean it's yeah, it's a uh, it's tough territory, but we don't know, you know. If that's I mean. I think the plan is still Alvarez because you signed a can for four years. I think after that, it's Alvarez's time. I think that I think that's what Sandy believes as well. Uh, dude, I I one hundred percent agree with you guys. I'm not saying that um you you could just go ahead and trade all um all the 
prospects you wanted. Like, I would rather trade Mauricio, you know? I mean, I don't like Brett Beatty. I, I don't think he's going to fit. I, I don't think he's going to fit w- well on the team. Um, So I would trade Brett Beatty too. Would I trade Francisco Alvarez? No. But I'm, um, but do I think that he's the next Messiah who's going to conquer the, um, the Mets world? No. So if you mean to tell me that I could get another ace that has three years left of um, of control and that I could get a, um, a really good all-star third baseman in Chris Bryant and you're telling me I could win the World Series if I give up Francisco Alvarez, I'm making that trade because once again, right, you can now trade Marcus for other top prospects. Um, so by giving away a top prospect, you could also get top prospects by trading Marcus and get back an ace in Kyle Hendricks. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. We are in a win now, but we want to save the farm system like uh, to win f- like forever, like the Dodgers. You know, the last 10 years, they won their division. So if you want to have continued success, I think you need to keep guys that aren't the top of your prospect list. I mean, I, I think uh, I'd rather have Chapman and Matt Chapman, but that's that's a pipe dream. Um Dude, I mean, if you want a Matt Chapman, you're talking about a Francisco Alvarez, a Mauricio, and a Brett Baby. That's how good Matt Chapman is. Yeah. Um, so if you don't want to give up Francisco Alvarez for Kyle Hendricks and Chris Bryant, you have to give up Alvarez, Mauricio, and Baby just yeah, for Chapman. No. So I don't think I don't think I don't think that you're gonna want to do that. No, nah, yeah, it's gonna cost all that, uh, you know, that that draft capital. I mean, not draft, you know, those prospects. But goddamn, Chapman, he's something special. But yeah, I mean, Chris Bryant and Hendricks, and you know, if you want to talk, you know, one or two of these prospects, I don't love it, but if it's gonna get us, you know, to the promised land. Let's do business. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. It's uh, that's cool, but I mean, yeah. Right now, I was the one but in saying I ran a poll on Twitter. Will the Mets get Chapman or is it just a dream? And like sixty out of the seventy-four votes are saying you're dreaming. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's Matt Chapman. Um, and I, and I think people are so high on him because people don't think um that we've seen what Matt Chapman is fully capable of. So. Um, so I, I think that that plays a big factor into a Matt Chapman trade. But if I could pivot a, a little True. bit, it it doesn't make sense to me because you're um, because Sandy Ald- Alderson did say that he's going to want to take advantage um, of other teams um, with financial trouble. But then we go ahead and we see Nolan Arenado getting traded for, for like five no-name prospects and the Rockies sending back – 50 million dollars so it's kind of like why didn't you pull the trade on that because getting back 50 million dollars is basically paying off whatever cano um um has left on his contract um so not only are, are you getting nolan arenado you're kind of getting the money to cut you know you know i so did like, hear though yeah Andy, sorry to interrupt but i did hear that arenado did not want to come to new york I really well, he always wanted to go to the Cardinals yeah, as well. I heard, I heard, like he said, for I heard he the past few years, he wanted to go there. There's no trade clause. You know, he did not want to come to New York. He wanted to go to St. Louis. You know, that, again, this is coming from, you know, the blue check guys. So, I trust them. Like, you know, I trust the crackhead. So, it is what it is. But, um, damn, I didn't know that. 
I didn't know that. I mean, I know that Arenado was kind of hot for St. Louis for some reason, but I did not know that he didn't want to. Yeah, I heard that. Don't quote me. I mean, well, quote me as I heard it. But well, I already am. Yeah, Dingo. So it's I'm so um. So it's not true. I'm kind of gonna. Go oh, listen, listen, listen. If Dingo says it, it's blue check verified. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? <laughs> well, it's already done. He's on, yeah, he's exactly. on the Cardinals. When yeah. Dingo talks, when Dingo talks, he talks facts. That's it. I don't, talk, I don't talk shit. I talk facts. No, but really, realistically, I, I really think it makes sense. I mean, I think that's a, a deal the Mets realistically would have been on. You know what I mean? I heard earlier in the season they wanted to do the deal, but they wanted to ship Cano in the deal, you know, to get rid of this bum and get rid of his salary. But I don't know. I can we talk about what a joke BVW was? That, like, it's okay to do a bad job, but to manage to fuck over a team that now has the richest owner by $10 billion and still manage to put the team in such a shit position, like, that's talent right there, guys. There are not many GMs that can trade a franchise-altering prospect in, in Jared Kalenic. And that not only being the worst thing that he does by taking back Cano, it's just like Brody Van Wagenen, he did a hell of a job with the draft. I'm going to say that. But everything else. That's Omar Minaya. I mean, you could say that, but still, BVW made it happen. Mm. Um, But the fact that he's giving up prospects for everybody and their mother is is just like fucking Billy Hamilton. And, <laughs> and and Keon Broxton and just like holy shit, what yeah, the let, fuck were you? Let thinking? me get Keon Broxton and Billy Hamilton and say, "Come get us in my next for press six conference. prospects." They gave up six, six prospects. prospects for Billy Hamilton and Keon and Broxton. <laughs> Can you imagine going to Jeff Wilpon and say, "You you know what, guys? I have a great idea. I'm gonna no. trade top prospects in our top thirty prospects in our farm system for fucking Keon Broxton who." Um, who has a career batting average of 189. Imagine how much drugs you have to be on. But I, the words that I could say about this Brody character, I, I can't even fathom it. But, yeah, I mean, Billy Hamilton, what do you play, six minutes with us? You know what I mean? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, six, the guy, he, he, he came in. He got thrown uh, Met, but that's what I'm saying about this off season to last. What? People what? were Mets fans were generally excited about Billy fucking Hamilton. You know what I mean? He comes in, he steals a bag or two, and then he he shoots off at the hip, steals third base without being given the sign, and then and then they cut him. He's gone. He's he's out of here. You know what I mean? And and prospects for that, it's mind blowing. Like, that's crazy. It's crazy talk. I mean, and the one trade that that nobody talks about either is that we gave up Kevin Smith, who dominated right. in Double A, um, who, who could have been a really good rotation piece for fucking Miguel Castro. So, I, I, I mean, and getting and trading prospects for Robinson Torinos and Ariel Harado. Torinos sucked. He's like a fever gene. I can't believe that happened. They gave up like eight prospects for Miguel Castro. Todd Fraser, Robinson Chirinos, and Ariel Harado, guys. And this isn't like this happened over a span of a year. He managed to do this in two no, days. In two days. In, yearly dose of he came in. He had a bet with one of his boys. He said, listen, I'm going to see how fast I could fuck up the Mets organization. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm telling you? This is, this is what this guy did. And 
but that's the thing in the past. He's gone. I mean, this guy. I, and now he's running uh, Rock Nation. Rock yeah, it's unbelievable. But go, yeah, I mean, going I mean, forward I with what both of you, I'd be interested to hear with what's a feasible, you know, what what's on the table, what would you guys like to see, you know, going forward as, you know, whether it's the Chris Bryan trade or the bullpen or, well, let me ask you this, actually. Oda Rizzi. What? No, no. There, I, I hate Oda Rizzi with the passion. Not because he's a bad guy, not because anything like that, only because I think that he's total ass. Um, I don't think he's good. Um, I think that you're going to be paying him um, number three type of money for a guy who at best is a, number six, a number five. Exactly. Um, every year he is he is healthy, but he does have a 4.5 ERA every damn year. Um, and I don't know why you would pay um, basically a right handed Jason Vargas, $15 million. So I don't I don't like Jake Odorizzi. Um, there's no hard feelings against him. I, I never met the dude. I, I don't know if he's a bad guy. I'm sure that he's a loving guy that loves his wife and his family. Good for him. But, um, but I do not want him anywhere near the Mets. Um, or or he could, Luke, or he could be a drunk who beats his kids. We don't know. But. No, yeah, for but, sure. You, yeah, but. I'm, I'm not saying anything, but, nice, uh, you know? maybe. but. I don't know. Let's not put the, you know, I, I don't want to put that energy on the guy. You know, he might be, you know, Jesus. You know, I don't know. But. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to put the energy on the, on the guy, but then you just say about how, like, yeah, you know, he could be a. No, I'm just Jesus. saying. He might run over puppies for fun, you know. Yeah. He <laughs> dogs. I don't, I don't know what the guy does, but. To give yeah. the guy more than Mike Vick type of to shit. To give the know? guy more than, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to put a number on it because it is what it is. But yeah, I agree. I don't care what he gets paid. I don't want him on the team because I don't think he is a good player. Right. Yep. This, on this hype around him, just ma- manifested out of nowhere, which well, made because no sense. Going to me into because the offseason. I'm like, the names are off the board. Yeah. Because go, to I'm going sorry. into the offseason, sorry to cut you off, but going into the offseason, I mean, it was, it was Trevor fucking Bauer and then it was. Dip down to Paxton, Oda Rizzi, like that was that's the dip. Charlie Moore, yeah. there was guys, Corey. Cooper. Yeah, those guys got Rich there Hill, was guys. The fossil. Jake Oda Rizzi, just like I, 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 it, it comes out of nowhere. It's Jake Oda Rizzi. No one yeah. ever gave a fuck about Jake Oda Rizzi, but then all of a sudden the off season comes, and Mets fans are ready to go down on their knees and do things. Oh, oh, like, oh that oh, just doesn't oh, make oh, sense. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> I get your point wholeheartedly, but I'm just saying, where do they pivot now? I mean, they need a starter. Taiwan Walker. Yeah, Walker. I, Walker. Walker. I, I, he's I love bad I'm not Walker. against that. I'm um, not against that at all. I don't know um, enough about him. Yeah, John. I don't know enough about him. Like he did have Tommy John in 2019. Right. He ba- um he bounced back last year with with a great year last year. Um, so he got the Tommy John surgery out of his way already. Um, I think you could you could give him a two year deal worth like fifteen million dollars total as your number five guy. Sign me up all day, and yeah, Luke, what do you think? I think he has like around a three a career three ninety ERA, and uh, if he can move past his injury like he proven to do in twenty twenty, uh, and it's only two years, pretty cheap. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if you go ahead and you tell me, um, that the one thing that's really that the Mets passed up on Paxton and Kluber and all these guys because they want Tywin Walker. I get that. That's how much I think that Tywin Walker can have an impact on 
on the Mets. But but if Taiwan Walker signs somewhere else, get somewhere else, there's going to be just a podcast. Can we get outbid? Just a, just yelling at Sandy Alderson, just what the fuck are you doing? Because Zach Scott coming out and saying, and Sandy Alderson saying that you can never have enough pitching, but then going ahead and getting outbid by the fucking Seattle Mariners for James Paxton and by the Toronto Blue Jays for Taiwan Walker, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm telling you guys right now. Because Breaking you cannot the Tigers sign Walker. all these guys. It just doesn't make sense. Oh, I agree. I mean, there's... Every day a name falls off the board. I said, all right, I trust the process. You know, I'm trying to be real positive, blah, blah, blah. But I agree. I mean, if you lose out on Walker, Paxton, I know you don't like Odorizzi, whoever, and, and then who's left? You know, if you can't make a trade, you know, and, all, and, and any marquee guy that's available, we get outbid for that. It's like, you know, what are you on TV, you know, blowing smoke up my ass saying, you know, pitching, pitching, pitching. You got to produce, you know, something. They got to make a they got to make a move. I'm not saying they got to go shake the world, but they, they got to make some kind of impactful move to fill that pen up and to fill the back end of their rotation. Yeah, we're not going to trade for Garrett Cole, but at least you can get Walker. Like, stop yeah. talking with no, like, moves to back it up. Yeah, exactly. Um, But what I don't understand is to focus on third base. Like, I don't know your guys' view of J.D. Davis, but I understand he doesn't have the best glove or anything like that. But the focus should not be on J.D. Davis right now. The focus should be that there's no defense at all in center field, that Dom is now our left fielder, and that the Mets' bullpen is utter dog shit. Um, so I understand that third base may be a hole, but it's not a glaring hole like center field or the bullpen or even now the rotation. You know, so I'm sick of hearing about Chris Bryan and Matt Chapman and all this bullshit when it's like, I want to see big name pitchers. I, w- I want to see a nice name center fielder. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm not that high on Jackie Bradley because I don't think he could hit for shit. So it's um, so like go out there and and make a move that actually has a glaring hole. Go out and give me a Shane Green. Go out and give me um a. Justin Wilson, go out and give me a Taiwan Walker. Mm-hmm. I want a Chris Bryant, and I understand that he's a big name and he's going to get fans excited. But as soon as the game turns on and there's balls dropping everywhere because there's no defense, we're, we're going to see how excited we're going to be because we're not going to be winning games because the bullpen is just going to come in and blow it like it has been the past 45 I, I agree. But my opinion on that is that Bryant's on the block now, so get him. Like, you can upgrade at third base, so do it. That's a championship mentality. But I think we have enough money to get Bryant and pitching. You have enough money to get Bryant and upgrade center field. I just don't know why Sandy isn't doing it yet. Well, I, I agree. Um, at third base, yeah, it's a hole. Uh, I'm, I'm a J.D. Davis guy. I believe in him. He has gloves and shit. Jumble, jumble Don yeah. Davis. But, that's, that's yeah, exactly. But – I guarantee, and I'm no metrics guy with all the fancy stats and the computer shit. I don't know nothing about it, but I know baseball. And I know you're going to lose a lot more games with a shaky pen than you are with J.D. fucking Davis at third base. Yep. So you got to go out there and you you got to pack it. Because right now, the way baseball is, the more arms, the better. You know what I mean? So you you got to fill the pen. You got to fill the back end of your rotation. It doesn't have to be the sexy names, you know. But you, you got to get that done. And, of course, if you can upgrade yeah. at every position, let's fucking do it. I'm, I'm on board. You know what I mean? But realistically, I think they got to really hone in on the bullpen, 
the starters. I agree with center field. I don't like the way I love Dom Smith. I fucking I adore the guy, but do I want him in left field every day? Absolutely not. You know what I mean? So, but the whole DH thing, that's another, you know, I think they would have made better moves to be able to pivot around if that was, you know, if that was the reality, but it's not. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys a question and then I'm going to say um, what I think. So Luke um, and Dingo, um, it, if you were the GM, for the Mets right now, what are you doing to sh- um to shore up everything? How are you going to fix the Mets right Black now? Black jerseys. Luke, shoot. Oh, okay. All right. So bullpen's number one priority, and that's cheap. Like five million, six million is expensive for a bullpen guy, but that's cheap. That's like pennies to Steve Cohen. So do it. I don't understand what, what you're waiting for. And I think center field and third base, they're both very important positions, and we both could upgrade there. And so we don't want, I don't want to miss out on Chris Bryant to, like, the Blue Jays or whatever. So I think get him while he's available. And if, I don't think there's an option right now to even upgrade center field. I don't want Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, we got Elmore to cover for Nimmo on the bench, be a defensive substitution for Nimmo late innings. So I think they're, they're done with center field. So get bullpen help. Get Walker if you can. And upgrade at third base. All right, Danny Dingo, talk to me, buddy. Donny Dingo, Donny, Donny, <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> what did I call you? I said, yeah, Danny. it don't matter because my name's not Donny either. My name's Ryan. <laughs> Donny, that, that's Danny. Donny Dingo's my old ego. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, we'll, we'll if I was the GM, well, if I was the GM of any team, I wouldn't even care about the players on the field. I'd be out, you know doing other things because I'd have a lot of money. But anyway, uh, <laughs> nah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, pull, I'm pulling your crank. I'm pulling your crank. You know what I'm trying to tell you? <laughs> Donnie, I'm a, I need names, Donnie. Need I need names. names. I, Give me names that you're going after. Uh, I think we should have, uh, priority should have been, and we missed the ball on, uh, what's his name? The fucking Springer. Well, Springer, my God, my, my heart shattered in eight pieces when we didn't get Springer. No, I was trying to make a joke, but I couldn't think of the fucking jerk off's name that the Yankees just found that we had. Uh, that yeah, the guy. Oh, Jay Bruce, the, the Bruce is loose. That would have been that would have fixed all up. <laughs> no, but seriously, I I mostly agree with Luke bullpen. Go out, spend this plenty of guys. You know what I mean? Fill it up. Back-end starter, I'm big on that. I think we need another – not just a name. We need a, you know, a guy that can produce. Chris Bryant, I don't fully agree on unless Hendricks, I'm, you know, I don't want him. Uh, it, I mean, if they're getting him for, a, you know, a bag of rice and a Slurpee, then okay, let's let's do it. But if they have to give up anything serious, no. So I, I would definitely say, like, you know, bullpen – and, and and starting pitching. I mean, that's, that's and I agree, center field. But like, I don't, I don't know. Jackie Bradley, he plays, he plays half the game very well. You know, he he doesn't bat. You know what I mean? So, yeah. All right. Um. So I'm gonna say what I would do. Um. So, in my eyes, I have about thirty million dollars I could really play with. Um. So I'm giving five million dollars each to Shane Green, 
to Trevor Rosenthal and to Justin Wilson. Five million dollars may not sound a lot, a lot, um, but the fact that there's um that they're out there and the fact that camp opens up in four days, I think that they're going to be a little desperate to sign and to get three really really solid bullpen pieces for a combined fifteen million dollars. Sign me up all day. I would give Tyler Walker the two-year fifteen million dollar deal, um, which I think is fair for him. And I'm not making a trade for third base unless I'm getting back a pitcher. Um, like I'm not making a Chris Bryant trade without Kyle Hendricks because in my eyes, it's, um, it's not the Chris Bryant trade; it's the Kyle Hendricks trade. And I mean, I know that the Reds and the Mets have been talking um for Gray and Ahinio Suarez. Um, so I. I would make that type of trade only because it helps with the rotation too. That's better than just Bryant. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. But like, there's no like just Chris Bryant for me because if it's only Chris Bryant, I'm not interested at all. Unless you, I, I agree. Unless you can get him for what we gave up for Lindor, like that's nothing. Like see, the everybody that like we got Lindor for nothing. But I'm telling you guys right now, Isaiah Green is going to be a really good player. Um, yeah, I, I would have much rather got rid of Brett Beatty than Isaiah Green. That's how high I am on, on Isaiah Green. Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. We can't hear you, buddy. You sound like you're in a tunnel, like a mile Yeah. Away. Are you taking a shit? Uh, no, I, I will not do that live on a podcast. Only if there was video involved. I'm doing it. <laughs> 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 this fucking crap. Porter is uh, watching. Porter is watching. Porter is peeping. Porter and his mom, you know. Am I out of the tunnel? Yeah. No. no. Um, it sounds like we're on speaker. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know this, this fancy shit. I know it was good up until now. So, um, so I don't know what's going on really. I'm trying to figure out how to take it because you are on speaker the whole time. I don't know. I got to figure out how to take this. What type of mic were you using before? What about now? Any better? I mean, you could you could talk. It's just not great sound quality. Uh, hold on. Well, no, it's all good. All right. Um, so while you fix that up, um, I, I'm going to talk about, I guess, the Almora signing. Um, the fact that Ken, the fact that Ken said that the Mets have found their center fielder made me laugh because yeah. I don't, I don't know about you, Luke, but signing a guy for $1.5 million. If that doesn't yell, that is your starting center fielder. Then I don't know what does, you know, but he's, um he's, he's a nice bench player. He's basically a Jake Marisnik. Um, I think he's better than Juan Lagares. I think that Juan Lagares sucks. I'm happy that Juan Lagares is off the team. Um, So th- that is an upgrade in my eyes. The Mets signed Jonathan, Villar, who could basically play anywhere. I, I like that signing too. And the Khalil Lee trade. Mets fans are sleeping on Khalil Lee. And the fact I don't that think they are. I think there's a lot of buzz. Seventh prospect. Like, sign me up for that all day. Luke, go ahead. Uh, the, I'm going to start with the Khalil Lee trade. It, that, that's free. That's easier than Lindor. That's free. We get Not only did we give up Mats, we give up, we got five mil off our payroll for some scrub. We got two pitchers back and we got Khalil Lee. That's that's basically the trade with Toronto there. Yeah, great trade. And for Almora and Nimo, uh, also like echo what I said on the other podcast. Uh, Nimo, Nimo, uh, everyone's saying that he has a terrible defense. 
he's 27. He can improve that. I know it's a long shot. Almora, he's 26. He can improve his offense. And I think the main thing is Almora is there for defensive substitutions. And if he impresses, it's going to be competition for Nemo. And competition, like, breeds, like, better playing. So I think it would be good to – it's a good sign for Almora. So I'm happy all in all. I love yeah. Donnie Dingo. Yeah, can you hear me? Is it better? Yeah, all much right. better. Mike, much see, better. you know, I'm back. I'm back in the fold. But, um, yeah, the Almora trade, I, I love it. Not trade the signing and the um, the Valar, I really like. Like you said, he's you know, jack of all trades guy. He can fill some holes. Um, and and Luke, I like your point. You know, competition does breed better results. You know, it puts it puts the fire on the people's asses. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it definitely. Uh, but I'm just worried about not what we did, what we were gonna do. You know, that's that's what I'm I'm worried because we we still need. It. This is just year one. Yeah, no, I agree, and I, I don't I don't want to be the guy who's like, God, oh, you know, the Mets failed and the shit bags because they didn't go and sign everybody and their mother. You know, I don't want to be that guy because that's not fair. But you know, there is two sides. That- you're in the same boat as me, it sounds like. You know, where it's like, yeah, um, the Mets had a really good offseason, but the expectations were just a little bit higher than what we had so far. That's kind of what it yeah, sounds no, like. I think me saying. and you were on the same dance floor. You know what I mean? We're, uh, yeah. But, uh, again, like when you go to the words that these guys are actually speaking, you know, when Cohen, he said, we're not going to spend like drunken sailors. You know, so I think the media plays a huge part. We lost you again. We lost I think he's covering his mic with his hand. Yeah. Are you covering your mic? But um, because for five seconds you're good, and then it sounds like you're in a wind tunnel. No. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what this guy does, he's mad funny, dude. I don't know why. Donnie, you got a fan oh, of me, buddy. Me and you, baby, we go back. You know what I mean? <laughs> we go back two no, hours. No, 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 longer than that. You know why? Because you got the Mets blood in you. We're connected. We're brothers, buddy. Luke, We're brothers. Me and you, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Orange and blue, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. Your neighbor comes over. He pisses on your bushes. I'm gonna crack his. Fuck. Uh, I don't know. Just, I'm but, uh, sorry, sorry. I, I don't know why people are peeing at other people's bushes, but guys. Thank you guys so much for coming on. It's been an hour. That's crazy. Um, it's fucking late by me. I don't know about you guys, but it's 1230 here. So, um, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Ryan, Luke, it means a lot. And this was a really fun episode, guys. So I mm-hmm. really appreciate all of you yeah, guys absolutely. coming on. Yeah, we'll thanks for having me. Yeah. Let's go Mets, guys.